and welcome back to Heart to Heart Podcast. I'm Bria. And I'm Kim. And today we have another wonderful episode for all of you listening out there. Uh, It's going to be kind of a girl talk, but also not just girl. That was just me using very binary (laughs) language. But anyone can talk about this. We're going to be talking about learning how to be alone. Mm. Such a vital skill, but something you do not see in a lot of people. So we're going to talk about the importance of being alone. Yeah. And also, too, how if you're not okay with being alone, kind of the consequences that go with that Mm -hmm. and kind of the real manifestations of what that could have on your own like personal life, your own social life. And I think for anyone who is either in high school or in college, this is going to be super applicable to you. Yeah, I think this will be great, especially if you're like a freshman. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Because I guess this will be released kind of like September-ish. Mm-hmm. So if you're a new freshman and you're just getting to this like big school and you're going to be alone for at least a little bit of your time there, you know. Um, but yeah, we'll get into all of that. In a little yeah. bit. Before we dive in, as always, you can follow us on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. And you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can always make donations to us on Anchor as well. Yes, so please check all of that out. We really appreciate it. And let's get into this episode. Yes. So I think one of the main points and kind of the driving reason why we want to talk about this is because Bri and I definitely have both went through these phases and periods of our life where we realized how important it was to be independent and have those moments where we felt we didn't always have to be with people. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that we didn't want friends or we didn't want to have like a good time. But I think there's just very real moments in which you have to prioritize yourself and your own well-being. And that will sometimes mean that you're not going out every single weekend, that you're not spending every single waking moment of your college experience with somebody else or with a friend, with a boyfriend, whoever that is. Yeah. There's some moments where you actually have to like sit with your own thoughts And actually learn how to be independent and learn how to have fun with yourself. Yeah, it's very easy, especially like when you first get to college, you're going to, it's jarring. It's a jarring transition. And there's going to be days where there's literally no one to call sometimes. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, you can like, you have to put yourself out there and like talk to people on your floor and in your hall and in class and all of those things. But realistically, you're going to need moments and you're going to have moments that may not be by choice where you are alone and you have to be okay with the whole spectrum of that. And it's hard, but when you conquer that feeling and you like can walk somewhere and walk into the dining hall and be alone or you're in the library alone and you don't feel like you need to have someone right next to you, it's a beautiful feeling when you master that. It is a beautiful feeling. And I think one of the reasons why that's so important is because if you can't be alone, you could really end up in a lot of dangerous situations. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you will force yourself to endure people and experiences that are harmful to you. If you're thinking, okay, I can't be alone. So like, who's somebody who I can text? That might not be a friend that's like good for you. Yeah. Right. You might overlook the red flags Mm -hmm. just out of sheer desire not to be alone. Yeah. And that's something that, like, personally, that's happened to me before. You know, uh, like, when I think of my freshman year, I think of the person who I considered my best friend. And I think of how that person was really a horrible person to me. You know, and I think mm-hmm. of, like, 
my relationship with my roommate freshman year and how you know in the beginning I had an expectation of how we were going to be and I I put up with a lot of stuff because I didn't want to be alone and I wanted to feel like I was on good terms with someone but it was like I realistically should have cut off these relationships at the head right when I saw things come to a boil but instead I was I was a scared freshman Mm -hmm. and I I didn't want to feel left out I didn't want to feel FOMO you know what I mean right and now that I'm a senior, I look back and I'm like, I don't give an F about FOMO. I do not care. <laughs> I absolutely do not care. And like, you know, even sophomore year, you were just more comfortable with yourself just because of time progressing. Mm-hmm. But when I think of freshman year, there was a lot of things I put up with and a lot of things I stayed with just because of being alone. And I don't know if you also like think of like conversations you've had with friends and like seeing how other people might react to being alone as well. And thinking of like romantic relationships that people have put up with yeah I'm thankful that I feel like I only suffered in like a friendship sense yeah but I've seen people get screwed over because they couldn't be alone so they dealt with awful guys yeah no I think I've definitely seen that happen and it really is unfortunate because at the end of the day like even if it's a circumstance where your friends are going out every single like weekend or going out multiple times a week to a party but you're not feeling good or like you just know you need like a mental health day or you just literally need a day for yourself, but you're forcing yourself to do all these different like social situations. Like that's also just not good, right? Mm Because that could compromise your own health. That could compromise like your own education. And I think this just like interlocks very closely with like love for yourself, like respect for yourself. And I think if you know what you deserve and you all deserve the world, you all deserve respect and basic human dignity, then like you're not going to like allow yourself to put up with these situations and you're going to put your foot down, right? And I think it could look very extreme. Like you could be in some very toxic situations where these people are harmful to you and you should not be associating with them, whether or not you're going out and partying. Um, Or this could be a situation where you literally just don't feel like going out one night. But you're having this, like, internal battle of, like, I need to be seen. I need to be out there. I need to be in the midst of everything. And, right, it could be in those two different extremes. But I think you have to have, ultimately, this understanding that you have to do what's best for yourself. And the best investment you can make is in your own, like, time for yourself, in your own independency. And I think you just have to be very strong about who you are and, like, what you're going to tolerate and what you're going to put up with. And that's very hard to, like, Mm -hmm. come to that place, right? Mm -hmm. Like. I didn't come to that place automatically. I think a lot of people did not come to that place automatically, especially when you're thrown in a new environment. But it's a really, really important skill that, like, I think everyone should learn over the course of their college experience. Yeah. And I think, like, when we look at being young adults and stuff, there's such a a pushback on, like, being alone or being Mm. by yourself or being single or being all of those things. I think that it's more acceptable to, like, be alone when you're older Mm -hmm. but media and social media specifically I think present an idea of like how your teens and how your young adult years should look and you're like supposed to be surrounded by people all the time you're supposed to be partying you're supposed to be binge drinking Mm -hmm. you need to be seen you need to go out and go here and go there and it's like you're doing all those things not for yourself and not because you want to but because of social pressure Mm-hmm. and I know at Penn there's a thing that they call sabzing mm. and it means like 
seen and be seen ing I don't know how to say it like (laughs) but people just call it sabzing and they know what you're talking about they know like that means like you're out because not because you yourself just like want to sit on the green or sit on the quad and like have a good time and like do your work it means you went out there specifically to see and be seen like you're there so people would see your cute outfit and see you perfectly laid out your notebooks with your computer and you get to see who else is walking around and you're just like in everyone's face. And I think that there's a somewhat negative connotation to that because it's like, do things for yourself. Don't mm-hmm. do things because there's some weird societal pen pressure to be outside and be seen. I don't know. It's just weird to me. No, I, I agree. And I think it goes with this idea that like we all really want to like influence and impact how other people like view us and see Mm. us and so I think that's part of that right like we want to try to like create the narrative of or shape the narrative of how people see us and how they view us and whether they think that like we're cool or like we party a lot so we put on this front like I'm here here like I'm here this weekend I'm here that week this you know sorry let me start that over so we create um this this whole front of you know I'm here with these people at this bar one day you know, next night I'm out here doing stuff when it's like, are you actually enjoying yourself? And that's mm-hmm. amazing if you are. But then if you're not, like, let's think about that. Let's reevaluate why you're why you're out, why you're out, why when you I... feel like you have to be out, why you feel like you have to be in all the pictures and on all the Instagram stories and doing everything that you think is like the coolest thing to do. Like, why do we feel so pressured to do that? I don't know. And like, when I think back to the nights that I went out just because I felt like I needed to be seen, those nights were not fun. No, they were never fun. I was so in my head, so worried about like, do I look good? You know what I'm saying? Like all the stupidity. Where or it's you're like, just exhausted. Or you're exhausted. You're exhausted from feeling like you have to put on a front. You know what I mean? But it's like now, I mean, it's COVID. So when was the last time I really went out? Especially at Penn. Not recently. When I think about, you know, even the difference between like freshman and sophomore year me. Like, sophomore year, the times I went out, I had fun because mm-hmm. I was sure of myself. I was with better people, people who actually prioritized my well-being and made not being alone fun. You know what I mean? And, like, people I was with, they were better than me being alone. And I yeah. think that for you to, like, give your time to somebody, it has to meet that threshold of, like, you're alone should be so good that, like, you're fine. And, like, the people who come into your life have to top how good you feel when you're alone. Mm. And I think sophomore year, I actually really found that with people. And I found, like, that camaraderie and that friendship and that fun. And that, like, whole different energy was worlds apart from the energy I've had previously when I went places and was like, oh, my God. Like, you know what I mean? Just in your head worrying about things and, like, feeling like, maybe I should have just stayed. But, no, I need to be seen because there's some weird – some weird social hangups about that. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think there's also so much power in like you choosing and actively like saying these this is how I want to invest my time and these are the people I want to invest my time with. Like that's actually such a powerful choice that you know you're making or that anyone makes to actually spend time and put time aside for the people they actually care about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's so exhausting and it's so draining to just go out and do all these things with these people that you might not even want to interact with or do, but you just feel like you have to. Like, I feel like you are only hurting yourself in the long run. I agree. And, you know, another thing as well is that I feel like people also prey on others, like accessibility. 
mm-hmm. and knowing that certain people will say yes to everything, right? Because then they could take advantage of you. They're like, oh, well, if we're going to go out every weekend, let's pregame every single weekend at your dorm or let's Ooh. do all this other stuff. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like people can prey on that. And by being so accessible and always being a yes man and like always saying yes to everything, I think people will definitely take advantage of you. Yeah. Oh, that makes me think of um, a certain YouTuber that we both watch who had Ooh. has chronicled that and I think yeah. been real about that and been yeah. real about how like it's easy when you get to a new place to mm-hmm. feel as to feel alone and like be so eager to make friends that you let people take advantage of you just for the sake of like mm. well you got to fill your apartment with their company you know what I mean yeah and I think that that's a very dangerous uh rabbit hole to fall down and if you mm-hmm. make yourself too accessible sometimes like you're really opening yourself up to the wrong people I agree. And I think even for me, like when I came into Brown, like there was a point where like I did have to kind of make this choice. I'm like, okay, like who am I going to spend my time with? Like the intentions of some people were made very clear to me. And I was like, okay, like who am I actually going to spend my time with? And like, I knew that that would dictate a lot and show people a lot about how I viewed myself. Right? Like, was I going to put up with people who weren't nice to me, who were doing shady stuff? Like, was I going to put up with that or was I gonna like stand strong and be like okay yeah I'd rather have less friends but like have these really amazing friends and still have so much fun and I think people see those choices that you make and then that I think says a lot about how other people will like respect you and like how they view view you as a person so I'm like actually like really happy that I was able to like make those difficult choices right because I think it's so easy to like come in and be like, well, I want to be a part of this crowd. So I'm going to do anything I can to get in mm-hmm, this crowd. Mm-hmm. When the reality, sometimes it's just not for you. Like those people are just not for you. They're not. And, you and it's okay. To, it's okay. And you also have to be so like in love with yourself and comfortable and happy with yourself to know that like regardless, you're going to have a great time. You're going to find people that you love and who respect you. And it's hard though. Like, you know, it's definitely so much easier said than done. It's so much easier said than done. Yeah, I think also with the rise of social media, I think it's made it harder for people to disconnect and like sit alone with your sit alone with their thoughts. And I feel like I find myself guilty of this too, like picking up just like increasingly bad habits with my phone and like mm-hmm. you know, you just become glued to your phone sometimes, especially like when there's a lot of downtime or like you finish your work or over the summer when school's out, I just like I'm on my phone more and more. And I feel like I've witnessed a lot of people who cannot, like, live without something playing in their ears at all times. And people who are, like, in a conversation, but they're also on their computer studying for something, but they also have their AirPods in. And, like, they're (laughs) watching something, and they also have, like, a podcast on. And it's like, why are we all, like, so plugged in that we can't just, like, sit along with our thoughts? And I also saw something really funny. I've seen a few memes about that, like, in the past week or so, about, like, one where it was, like, me, like, sitting with my headphones on, the TV on, a YouTube video on, and reading a book just to prevent a single thought from creeping into my mind. And Mm. I was, like, wow. And it was, like, so many retweets. I was, like, I know y'all felt that one. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. There was another one I saw that was, like, oh, shoot, what was it? I'm mad at myself that I forgot what it was. (laughs) But it was, like, another one along those lines of, like, feeling like I don't want a single thought to ever creep in, so I'm going to stay connected and stay plugged in. And it's, like, even if you're not making yourself accessible to people or, like, surrounding yourself with people a lot, we do the same thing with phones and with technology. 
And I think social media has just really exacerbated the feeling of like, I can't just sit still. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think when you can't sit alone with your thoughts, it's literally not allowing you to do any self-reflection about experiences that you might be going through or circumstances that you're in. And that's really bad because I think especially during college, like you're away from home, you're discovering so much about who you are, like, you know, what your interests are, like how you envision your life, like how you're taking care of yourself. And if you're not sitting there and like having that time to think about that, I think that puts you in a really bad predicament of not knowing who you are, Mm -hmm. not knowing where you're going with your life. Like, you know, just not having these real conversations and thoughts about what you're experiencing and what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for me, I have definitely tried to be very intentional about whether it's like taking a walk or literally like just being alone during certain parts of my week. So I can have that reflection time and I can think about everything that's going on where I can make these like self-assessments of, am I happy this week? Am I sad this week? Am I stressed this week? And if so, why? Like Mm. what's contributing to those feelings? How can I like change so that, you know, I could be happier, how I could be better. And I think by being plugged in all the time, you're not doing that really, really critical work. And I think then everything builds up to a point and then you have like a whole breakdown because you're just like not – you haven't given yourself time to process anything. And I feel like college, things happen and move so fast. And this is like a thought I had. It may be a reach, but it's just literally me speculating and wondering. I wonder if – obviously COVID was hard for so many valid reasons, just health scares alone, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But I wonder if, you know – people breaking the rules and people gathering before we even had any type of vaccine you know what I mean I wonder if any of that was fueled by people not being able to sit with their thoughts like obviously COVID is mentally hard for a myriad of reasons Mm -hmm. you know but I wonder if some of the restlessness was fueled by people like you mean I gotta sit in here all day like I can find sitting here all day but I gotta sit with my thoughts yeah. At some point, in, like at some point, you run out of content that you want to watch. Yeah. Or you want to run out of stuff that can be a distraction. So I wonder if like when people had their breaking points that summer and just kind of started going out willy nilly and doing things that weren't even sanctioned yet by CDC or other, you know, not other, by the CDC. Like, I wonder if that was fueled by people being really anxious, having to face themselves. I think that's an excellent point. I think that's an excellent point because when the last show, you watch the last episode <laughs> it, and, and you have nowhere else to turn, like the thing that's pressing in your mind is like all these thoughts and all these other things that like you're dealing with in your real life. Yeah, ugly and stuff I, comes out sometimes. And I feel like between social media and friends, like we try to f- find all these different ways of like escapism mm. so that we, again, don't have to like do this internal work of like thinking about our actions and our circumstances and like the people that we are and who are becoming. And obviously I know that that's really hard stuff to like sit and think about, but like it's necessary for your own personal growth. Right. It is. I think it's necessary to determine your happiness. It's necessary to determine like where you are and just have those like mental check-ins with yourself. It like, is. I don't know. That's just, that's just something I've really realized. Like I've really leaned into that and not that I'm like sitting in my room, like, yeah, of course. Like, reflecting for five hours a day. But it's just, like, okay, 20 minutes here, 30 minutes here. Like, you're just having these conversations in your head with yourself about different circumstances or thinking about certain things that have happened to you. And, like, having those conversations has actually really influenced 
who I am now. Right. And even how I'm thinking about entering my senior year and like who I want to spend my time with and like my perceptions about school and jobs and life, like it's all changed. Yeah. Because I've done all this self-reflection and I now feel like I have a better understanding of like who it is I actually want to be, who it is I actually like in terms of like friendships and relationships and all this other stuff. So well said, like, and like you said, it doesn't have to be some long drawn out per- process mm-hmm. where you're foregoing like seeing your <laughs> friends every single day it's like no it's just like a 20 minute thing in the morning while you're getting ready and brushing your teeth you're like how am I feeling today what's going on and then you can go out and start your day and and see whoever you want but I think that if you skip those crucial moments of checking in and you can't retreat into yourself for like a minute a day and think of how you're feeling it's not going to be good for you later down the road Mm-mm. Mm-mm. think of how many years of therapy you could probably save yourself if you started checking in with yourself today <laughs> yeah because one honestly. day you might have to pay someone to help you do that and, yeah, unpack, and unpack your jumbled emotions and thoughts mm-hmm. and again like I think it is so easy to just like not think about anything and just always consume your time and your mind of like doing stuff but I feel like you really just have to be able to like lay down and sit that's dangerous. With who you are. It is dangerous. Because one day those same distractions and, and vices won't work. No. And then you're going to be left with no tools. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I think I think the ultimate thing here is that, like, Bri and I obviously all just want the best for everybody. And, like, this is a tool, I think, to really help with that. I think especially when you're going through college and, like, you're learning so much about yourself. You're really being forced and faced with different situations that like you've never experienced before like the things I've been through at Brown and like the circumstances never have dealt with that before unprecedented <laughs> literally unprecedented so I feel like if I did not have like the will to do self-reflection like I'd be in a really bad place mm-hmm. I'd be in a really bad place I feel like I'd be so confused with who I am I feel like I would just be with different people than I'm with now like it would just be very different and, and not in a healthy way at all. Not no. in a healthy way at all. Yeah. <sighs> but I hope this episode brought some insight yeah, and was just like, I don't know, some time for you to check in with yourself while you listen to this and, mm-hmm. and think about how you are on a scale of feeling like you either have to be alone or be with other people all the time. I hope that this gave you some perspective and I guess we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, we will talk to you all next time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.